This is the talk of Music City Real Estate. Welcome back to another episode of the Talk of Music City Real Estate. Where we educate and motivate all things real estate. My name is Monty Moore with Realty One Group Music City. Hey, and I'm Carrie Ann with CMG Financial and My Mortgage Team. Every week we'll be posting a new episode chock full of Nashville real estate value. Yes, and you can follow along and subscribe at TalkMusicCity.com. Got a question for us? Ask away at questions at TalkMusicCity.com. Monty! Carrie Ann. Good to see you. So good to see you. I'm excited about our guest today. Yes, tell you me. You know, um, it's not often we get to have somebody from an, another real estate company. It's not often that I trust somebody with an, from another real estate company. This, <laughs> this is guy, a big deal. I know. We had, had such a good conversation recently that I thought, you know, I'd like to get this man in front of our viewers and listeners and, um, and share his heart because I think it's really a, a beautiful thing. He's one of these rare individuals that is laying his life down for our industry oh. to make it what it is. Wow. John Dotson, thank you. Thank Welcome. you for joining us today. Well, thank John. you for the invitation. This is really an honor. Um, I'm looking forward to hearing about um, what got you involved in this and why all of this real estate, uh, all of us in the real estate world need to certainly, first of all, honor and respect those who have made that commitment, then consider getting more involved ourselves. Mm -hmm. And that's why I wanted you to come on and talk. Let's talk about it. Okay. So first of all, um, you've been in real estate now for how long? 17 years. 17 years and you're still in it. Yes. That's amazing. You should know better than that by now. Not just in it, but actually making money doing it. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) It's not just a rumor. 17 years. Mm Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's awesome. With so a previous career that he shared over thirty years. Yeah, that's amazing. That makes him forty-seven years old. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, it's amazing to have two full full careers. You know, we and it was the music industry, right? Yes, um, I believe that I'm probably part of the first generation that should not realistically expect that you're going to do one thing your right. entire career. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually have a, a regular session with the MTSU students. I went through the uh, Recording Industry Management Program at MTSU. And uh, the it's a, kind of an informal discussion where we talk about, so what's your second act? Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is not just a music biz thing. I think this is just kind of where we are mm-hmm. in, in terms of society. And if you realize going in, I'm going to be doing something else, and you know that, mm-hmm. It, it helps you with peace and what you're doing to begin with. And second, you start looking kind of out of the side of your eye for something I'm going to do next. And hopefully you, you use that uh, experience to leverage into something you really enjoy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What I used to call it as an artist manager was a uh, manager was uh, profitable diversions. Mm. You know, I would suggest to an artist, maybe we need to buy some cattle. Or some horses. So when you get off the bus, mm-hmm. you've got something to do you something care do. about that depends right. on you can beat other people. It makes you some money and, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, that's great. I think it's great preparation to become a real estate uh, broker, to be in the management business and managing people and, and all that goes along with that. Um, putting those pieces together and holding those pieces together. and Building all. business. Yeah. That's basically what, so what that's you That's how I got to, to the, I got to Nashville through the music business as well. So really? here we are, all three of us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm blessed. I mean, this is such an amazing town um, that brings us here for certain reasons, you yeah. know, and then uh, we're awoken with um, 
different outlooks um, and real estate being the one that we've all and the path that we've all shared. So that's exciting. So, so John, somewhere along the line, uh, somebody twisted your arm to come to a meeting or let's talk, let's talk about how, how did you get introduced to the, uh, the working with GNAR and, and tell us about that. I mean, was sure. it a, was it an aha moment that you saw the, the value of that opportunity or was it an aha moment that you realized I need to take some responsibility uh, for my industry and the future of it? Was it just an, a natural progression from where you came from in the music industry? Or tell, tell us a little bit about that. It's kind of a complicated path. Um, my life partner, Marcia, came here to be a songwriter. And the way that I met her was running a little publishing company. And um, it, it just was not working out for her as a songwriter. And one day I said, you know, I think you really would make a great living being in real estate. And I'd learned about real estate being an artist manager because I had been sure. counseling, you know, clients on, you know, the go forward when this is done right. with, you're going to have to have some assets that you can count on. And real estate was a really good one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm not sure that from the outside people realize what a community, particularly the Nashville music industry is. Mm -hmm. And that, the strength within it in terms of its credibility and, and growth really comes from that community, right? Sure. So absolutely. Marsha got into real estate. Um, as I mentioned to you, it's, it's a business that you do age out of at a certain point. And I saw that runway coming mm -hmm. and uh, got my license and started helping Marsha. We had a Fannie Mae business during the Great Recession, which was a real blessing, I yeah. must say. But as I came out of the music business, what I realized was that the strength is in the community. One of the things that I realized in the music business is the business is the constant. Mm -hmm. The clients are the variable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing in the real estate business. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you are going to cross paths with other lenders, agents, uh, title companies, et cetera, et cetera, way faster than you're going to cross paths with the most loyal client. Because if, if somebody buys a house really frequently, it's every two or three years. Even right. if they have a pretty active portfolio in mm -hmm. terms of things that they rent, you're still going to be crossing paths with Mm -hmm. these other people more sure. frequently more right frequently. you're absolutely right so the center point of that community is greater nashville realtors and i got involved from the beginning with it excuse me the uh i would say the the committee that i have been most active with has been the uh legislative committee mm -hmm. so john i'm sorry for interrupting you but let's back up just a little bit so you intentionally consciously realize that you're going to be rubbing elbows with your peers more often and more and more regularly than with your best client that you have out there. So you intentionally, consciously decided to be part of that organization, that, that organization of those people most involved in our industry and its future. Absolutely. Because one of the things that I realized <clears throat> in the music business was it, it, there's an old saying in the politi political business, which is make your friends before you need them. Right. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. in, in the music business, if you have created a relationship before you're doing business with somebody, it goes a whole lot better. It's the same thing in real estate, too. If you go and you meet people and you have some kind of relationship with them, there's always going to be some kind of snag in every single sure. transaction you go through, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But if you have faith in the person on the other side, I know mm -hmm. this person, mm -hmm. maybe they didn't be the best self at that moment in time, but 
I know who they are. Right. Mm-hmm. And I know then how to work around that. At the end of the day, our job as realtors is to get it across the finish line. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Closing's the ultimate thing. Yeah, I'd like to pause there just for a second because I hope everybody that's listening really picks up on the value of that concept mm. because I love that. so often it seems like, um, especially with some folks, they think this is an adversarial uh, opportunity. This is, an, you, know, you know, let's make the other, just grind the other side or whatever. And it's so important that you enter into this relationship with win-win. Right. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times on a, especially, I mean, obviously on a multiple offer situation where the, the, the offer that was chosen wasn't the highest. Right. And might not have been the best, but the tour guide. I had confidence in the tour guide. You know, and, and with that in mind, there, there have been times where I took uh, a, a financing offer ahead of a cash offer because the tour guide was confident enough to use a really great realtor, a really great lender. I won't mention any names. It starts as rhymes with Carrie Ann, Sear of CMG Financial. But, but seriously, Love I had as much confidence in that scenario at being a finance situation uh, versus a cash situation because, I mean, it, again, that, that's, that's twofold there. It's, it's, yes, I was confident in the, the lender, but I was confident in the agent because mm-hmm. she had that, that person had the confidence that I did in that lender. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and all those kind of things add up, I think. At the end of the day, real estate is so much more collaborative Absolutely. than it is competitive. I mean, from time to time, we may compete for a listing or a buyer, but my favorite number, 98.6% of the time, we're going to be working with somebody. Sure. And the the end game is get it across the finish line. To, so to your point, if even if they're, the best offer is not always the most money or exactly what the structure is, it's who's on the other side? Can we get this closed or not? Because mm-hmm. that, ultimately, that's what our clients count on. Mm-hmm. Whether that's you're right. that's representing right. a buyer or a seller, can we get this closed? Because there's a lot of pressure on that closing day. Mm. I've been, as the lender, kind of in between. I've seen both sides. And I've been so surprised in some of the conversations that I've been put in the middle of where, you know, if we all just stopped yelling number one <laughs> number two just kind of get get along and create a solution versus you know the battle back and forth and i know that you and i want to stand up for our client you know and vice versa um, but working together you know it's a saying I, I say all the time together we can help so many but yeah that's so true like together we need to 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 create the solutions you know and not cause uh the grief i mean there's deals that fall apart at the last minute for something so simple you know because a they didn't fall through with their word per this contract or that you know or now it's over four hundred dollars or something you know so so and not to say so silly because every dollar is important but you and i are not losing a transaction over four hundred dollars we're finding a solution you (laughs) know over over that so but then you are on the other side of the spectrum where you see this magic between um, two very different real estate agents but they come together with the same outlook as in we want this to close and and cross the finish line you know they ask all the right questions they are talking the communication is there you know we start to see the issues when there's lack of Mm -hmm. you know that and so it's amazing when 
you see something so magical and then you see, you know, the opposite. So it can truly happen. Uh, like you said, I love um, the collaborative word that you referenced. I think that's that's instead of being competitive. But yeah, we're all competitive. I mean, that's what makes us yeah. get up every day mm-hmm. and, and drive to, to go help the next client, you know, and that's the excitement too. But there's a way to all work together for sure. I love that. I don't know if you were on a huddle call the other morning, Carrie Ann, but, uh, and I read a letter that came from another company's agent about one of our agents mm. and bragging about what a great experience that was. I read that to our team. We have a Monday morning huddle call. And you know, I said, I want to challenge all of you. If you've had a great experience, I'm not saying to, to reward somebody who didn't earn that, but if you had a great experience with an agent, let's look at this example of blessing that agent by I mean, sometimes the only time somebody says something to me, anyhow, as a broker and owner of the company is when there's a complaint, you know, and that's so often with social media as well. There's no, you know, people don't want to mm-hmm. take, take the time when everything was fine. It's expected. But anyhow, I challenged our agents and I said, look, I know I'm taking a chance that you're going to reach out to a broker to brag about somebody that that broker may say, hey, why don't you come work for us? I get that, that that's a chance I'm mm-hmm. taking, but I'd love to bless that agent that earned that opportunity for that blessing. And I'd love to bless that broker to hear something positive you know, it's about their, one of their uh, team members. So anyway, just we're on the same path mm-hmm. on that. So let's, let's move forward to, to the, uh, you intentionally decided to work with a group of people that are most intimately involved in our industry and the future welfare of this industry. I did. Um, and I think they were really fortunate to have an organization like Greater Nashville Realtors mm-hmm. here. It's been around since 1898. It's been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's not just about the sense of community, but there's also a really effective sense of governance. If, you have a, if you're a client or any kind of consumer and mm-hmm. you've got a problem, you can, with an agent or a lender or anybody mm-hmm. else, you can mm-hmm. go to Greater Nashville Realtors. And I can promise you they're going to take it very seriously and try to protect you. So the next part of it is that as it, what it does to help create a community. Mm-hmm. One of the things that we've worked really hard on this year is to create multiple opportunities based on the time that we have, given how crazy the market is, sure. right? One of the uh, things that we've talked about a lot internally is micro opportunities. So mm. for as an example, um, if you I'm on the legislative committee, I'm on the Habitat for Habitat, for humanity committee that's once a month an hour a month plus the other activities mm-hmm. so I, I make time to do that but we know that there not are a huge commitment though. it's not a huge commitment but again given how busy it is mm-hmm. some people don't even have that amount of right. time mm-hmm. so what we've created are micro opportunities where it's maybe 30 minutes a month and you have you just there's an opportunity for you to have connection with other people mm-hmm. to contribute ideas that you've got because one of the things I think that Greater Nashville Realtor does really well is absorb input from the community mm-hmm. so that we can share that as a community of, of realtors mm-hmm. and figure out how to do this th- the best that we can. Mm-hmm. So there are multiple ways to get involved. So uh, I'll start with mine. I'm on the uh, legislative committee. I'm on the Habitat for Humanity committee. Committed. <laughs> How many times can you say that? Um, and those are things that really appeal to me. And I think if anybody was looking for why would mm-hmm. you choose a committee, find something you're passionate about. Right. 
Mm-hmm. Do that because if you do that, it's not hard. Mm-hmm. You know, it is one hour a month, and uh, I'll take the habitat uh, is a good example. We have three events a year. There in the beginning, we have a habitat build. Second, in the middle of the summer or toward the end of the summer, we have a mums sale, which I've just learned this year what, how important that is. And we also have a, uh, a golf tournament that benefits Make-A-Wish. So we have all these different things that we do, but there's, it's just those three things. Mm-hmm. So if you can kind of hit the tops of the waves, that's what you do, right? Legislative is a little bit different. The idea of legislative is this is a way to engage with the... Um, the political and legal challenges that come to us as a community and it's based on property rights so that's a pretty broad mm-hmm. spectrum mm-hmm. right there we engage really actively for example with uh with council with the state planning codes zoning and we we do represent to the best of our ability to kind of the center point of what the six thousand plus members uh do and it, I would I'd just encourage anybody if you've got any uh, uh, desire mm-hmm. to advocate for your clients, this is a good one. I chose this as opposed to either national or state politics because if you want to add a dadu to your house or if you want to do something to your house that might not be allowed under the current zoning, guess who you got to know. You need to know your council member. You need to know planning. Right. You need to know zoning. You need to go codes. And if you have, back to my make your friends before you yeah. meet them thing. Right. Mm-hmm. If you know those people before you call on them and say, hey, I've got a client that wants to add a daddy right, back right. here. Sometimes it's just having that relationship. So in 24 hours, you can find out there's no way you can build a daddy back there. Right. Let's find something else. Right. Versus, yeah. let's spend three weeks, right. Right. get the financing, and da 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 da, and then right. it's like, oh wow, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. By then, they're more emotionally invested right. in the whole process. They're frustrated, you know, it drags out. You know, I, I think if we do our part right, we're the source of the source. I'm not telling you that I know everything. Yeah. I don't. I learn something new every single day. Mm-hmm. But I at least one of my favorite sayings in real estate is, "I know a guy." <laughs> <laughs> Down in this voice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I, I, you got a bathroom problem, you got a this, you got right. a that. Right. A, I know a guy. And that's what people are paying for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love it. I know someone at Codes. I, I I can help introduce you to your mm-hmm. council member. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've known the mayor. I know this. I know that. I can at least ask the question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's funny when you say that because on the lending side, that's how I am with knowing all people everywhere. You know, this is the person for commercial for that. You know, this is the shack, you know, lender for that. Or, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, if I can't do it, I don't want to just hand you back and say, so sorry. I want to be able to give you an answer and solve the problem, you know, and and being well networked is is so key. Um, And and you're doing that by being more participating within these organizations and and meeting your friends early. Connectivity. It's about connectivity. That's what we do. We're connective tissue. Mm-hmm. I know this guy. I know this guy. I know this guy. I know this lender. I know this title company. Mm-hmm. I know this home inspector. I know this carpenter. I know this plumber. And that's Good really stuff. one of the most, I think, uh, beneficial ways of building your business is be that go-to person. When anything comes up, not, not just real estate, but when anything comes yeah. up that they call you. Absolutely. That's mm-hmm. what we teach our agents. That's, yeah. that's great. That's, that's so important. So, so John. I, let me just say this. I had this morning, I had a text exchange with some folks who helped buy a house six months ago. 
that have a plumbing issue. I was the first person that he calls it, we got a plumbing issue, what do we do here? I got a guy. Yeah, <laughs> that's empowering. But when they want to sell that, yeah. or somebody they know right. that's coming to town, right? who are you going to call? They got yeah. a guy. And if they're always <laughs> thinking of you for even those reasons, you know, when the real estate piece comes back, that's, that's, that's key. That is amazing. So, John, for the person that is, you're, you're, you know, kind of you know, scratching or, or um, you know, bump, bumping against anyhow their conviction of, you know, I need to get more involved in my local association. The legislation part is probably a little steep, maybe to, to step into. What, mm-hmm. what do you, what, what do you, would you advise somebody to that's, you know, thinking about what? I mean, is it a matter of reaching out and finding out where those needs are, where those vacancies are, or how, how does somebody really approach the topic? Right. So. At, at Greater Nashville Realtors, there are committees that do everything from the, the legislative and the habitat thing to we uh, we have a, uh, a professional development committee which forms new educational opportunities. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the awards show, which we all lovingly refer to as the Realtor Prom. Yeah, right? <laughs> that's always <laughs> the good. Prom. <laughs> uh, so there there. Are any number of different opportunities. So I guess what I would say to anybody who's thinking about, gee, what do I do here? Is I would think about, these are the things that I'm passionate about. Mm -hmm. If I was going to do one thing, I was going to commit two, three hours a month to do. Mm -hmm. This is whatever the passion is. Don't put a label on it. This is just kind of what my passion is. Call Greater Nashville Realtors and say, hey, this is what my passion is. Mm -hmm. I want to plug in here. I got two or three hours a month that I can plug into Mm -hmm. this. Uh, where do I go from here? Uh, one of the things that we do on a continuing basis is the Realtor Political Action Committee, okay. RPAC. And through that, we raise money that gives us a voice for realtors. One of the most important things that I think that RPAC has done for us in the past two years is, as we were going through the uh, pandemic, RPAC made sure that we were designated as essential workers. So we're Thank a lot you, of, RPAC. Yeah, God bless them. And, and, and during that time when some other people had to sit home, you know, most of what we can do, we can do sitting sure. at a desk behind a computer, mm-hmm. right? But there are certain things like going out and showing a, a property or like mm-hmm. that that mm-hmm. require us mm-hmm. to be physically present, right? Right. And because of RPAC, we were able to do that. So it suits our clients' purposes. We're able to serve them, mm-hmm. but it keeps us moving. So... I, I would say as a community, if, if you plugged into that as a realtor, mm-hmm. you probably didn't suffer some of the downsides other people did. And mm-hmm. that's because RPAC had to go and advocate for us at mm-hmm. the national and the state level to get that to happen. Wow. And there's some amazing people that are associated with RPAC, you know, that were oh, within yeah. our community. It's, they're very, very passionate ab- about the cause, which is so important um, for, for this to continue you know, mm. for the industry. One person I really want to take my hat off to on, on this uh, particular issue is, is Hagen Stone. Mm. Mm-hmm. He's so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, H- Hagen's my broker in, at Parks and Green Hills, and he has been involved with TAR and NAR for years. Um, good man. He, he's a good man. He, he's mm-hmm. a good man, and he's personally uh, experienced the benefit of RPAC, which is why mm. he goes out and continues to do what he does. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, amazing. So what other parts uh, can you share, John, that um, some might be filling in the cracks here for people who are not um, you know, familiar, again, with their involvement of, uh, with GNAR? Well, first, 
the committees. That's mm-hmm. the easiest mm-hmm. way. Uh, you said micro too, which is nice. Yes. Some, some smaller. Can you give us an example of that? Another one? Uh, there are a couple of committees that are, and I, I'm, I'm going to be vamping here a little bit. Uh, for example, the there's some committees that have, shall we say, seasonal needs. Like when we mm. do the, uh, the awards show sure. and, and those kind of things, they need some more people at mm-hmm. that time. So Involvement. it's not a 12-month commitment right. a couple hours right. a month. Um, and there are other things um, that are like mm-hmm. that. Um, I'm also on the board at Greater Nashville Realtors, so I got started again being on committees and got involved that way. There are 14 board members out of the 6,000 members, so it's, mm-hmm. it's really something you got to want to do. Right. Wow. And if, if, if you get on the track and you start seeing that, I'll give you a, a number of examples where people have come onto the board, served on the board, but they have not necessarily gone on to become president or like that of, of the organization. It's still an important role to play because mm-hmm. you can be out and among the members and showing them that you can get involved and you can do more. The payoff for that is the way that you get to know people. When you're sitting in a room with a small group of people and so you and I are, the three of us are on a committee mm-hmm. right so you're the chairman of this subcommittee you're chairman of that subcommittee I'm going to learn something about you right as you go through that if you raise your hand do you show up mm-hmm. and if you don't I'm going to remember that when <laughs> right. it comes time yeah. to do a deal you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. and it so I've learned something and you've learned something about me mm-hmm. as well it's a, it's a two-way street there mm-hmm. so I guess what I would do is I would just if anybody has a passion Call Greater Nashville Realtors. And if, if there's something that doesn't immediately appear on the radar screen, suggest it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't tell you how many committees have come into existence in the last three years because somebody said, hey, you know what we're not doing? Mm. Wow. All right. Great idea. With 6,000 people, we're going to have a hard time finding a way to serve everything. But what we've continued to do for this length of time is continue to evolve. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you, I have the personal experience of knowing somebody through being on a committee or being on the board, and then I'm doing a deal with them. And it goes so much better. Right. And I think that's what you referenced at the beginning. That's a really big part of not only serving and giving back, but also making stronger bonds within you know, and, um, and holding one another up. accountable. And that's kind of what this whole group does is hold one another accountable to continue to hold up the bar within the industry. I'll tell you the, the most ironic part of that, and we've all been through this, mm-hmm. there comes a point where in your mind you realize this isn't going to work. <laughs> you know, I went through this a lot, particularly in the last six months where there's a crazy number of multiple offers. In sure, so, right. Yeah. So I really came to this place where I was saying to the agent on the other side, somebody would get excited and they make this offer and there's no contingencies and it's $50,000. And then you realize they're getting cold feet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you how many times I had the conversation. If they want out, just tell me you want out. Let's not loop around with all of these things. It's just, look, the fast, if you don't want this, it's going to take it longer to close, right? Mm -hmm. If, If you get out, it's the quicker I get it back on the market and find somebody who really wants it. Sure. Right. Look, nobody makes an offer on a house they don't want. Right. But if you want out, let me know. But you have to have a certain amount of trust right. mm-hmm. with that person on the other side to even say that because what are we supposed to be doing? Selling, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, we're supposed to be closing. 
the whole thing is get it across the Mm -hmm. finish line that's why i was always so surprised even to this day when it comes to the financing piece right if if they choose to get financing why that is not as and not to say that all real estate agents are like this but take it to another serious level right to know i mean i see more and more and i'm very blessed we've got a nine-year-old in the in the house here with us today so i'm blessed that many of those deals fall apart and cross my desk so i'm able to keep uh funding the school that she doesn't go to clearly for the last (laughs) 10 days (laughs) too funny she's still off um that's okay well um but what I'm getting at is I'm surprised that happens more and more, right? Um, that we're not following through on the upfront or there's there's that missing piece, which I don't want to fix that piece too, too much because, you know, one of my biggest um, opportunities is taking deals that are falling apart and, and fixing them at the last minute. But how much stress and chaos? I mean, I just, if I was a real estate agent to, to know that the goal here is to get it across the finish line, right? And so there's trust in the fact that this little piece of paper that somebody sent you, which has 17,000 disclaimers on the bottom of it, right? That says you're pre-approved. <laughs> Understand it's just a piece of paper, you know, like what do we do to level up there, you know, and you've been in the business 17 years. I, many, a few more than that. It's, and you, many more than that. (laughs) But it's funny back in the day, back in the day though, if we think about even, even 17 years ago, it was, there was a a process that we got away from. Like there was a whole true process. It was slower. Right. And then we had to speed it up and then it got so fast that everything that we learned and taught and had that structure within the process of um, making, making everything go smooth. just kind of got thrown out the window and it just became like that Muppet show, you know, like throwing everything up and it's like, okay, I'm going to grab it here. I'm going to fix it here, you know, kind of thing. But, you know, back in the day was get the client truly approved, right? With the capital A and all the things, but hopefully, you know, history does repeat itself. Maybe we'll come full circle with, with that to bring some more structure and some more confidence, you know, in um, with, with it all, because every day, another real estate agent, um, is welcomed into our community, which we're we're happy to have. But also another lender. I'm like, and who are you? And how? What shiny object do you have? At the end of the day, these are the same products that we have. You know, yeah, the cost of money is the cost of money. And if it's gets any cheaper than that, then there's a sacrifice somewhere else that's going to the, the consumer is going to end up paying for, and your reputation as a professional is going to end up being affected by that choice, one way or the other. Mm-hmm. You know, all those kind of things. Yeah, but it goes back mm-hmm. to like what you kind of press within GNAR and all these other associations is there's a process to have a smooth real estate transaction. There's a beginning, middle, and end. Right. Like you can bring another shiny object to town from a lending standpoint, but at the end of the day, there's still a beginning, middle, end. Like you should get the middle part you know, or at least the beginning part fixed, you know, um, and, and solid um, versus just another shiny object and we turn our head and at the end of the day, it's still is the client truly approved? You know, will you commit to the closing date of the 15th? You know, and these lenders, you find that they, some lenders, you know, their shoulders lean over versus back, you know, that confidence, you know, just Mm kind of goes Mm -hmm. out the door Mm -hmm. uh, because they're like, well, you know, these 17 disclaimers here tell me that (laughs) I possibly won't make it, you know, and as a real, if I was a real estate agent, I want to know, I got more families to help, you know, and you see so many people call on a regular basis. How we doing? how we doing? How we doing? That would be drive me crazy. But you know? this is back to what exactly what I was saying about knowing 
your community mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you had the opportunity to get right. to know somebody quote unquote off stage mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so you know i know your community me, when i tell mm-hmm. you know i know community. plenty of lenders oh yeah 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 it's fine yeah, yeah. <laughs> talk to the hand you know <laughs> but there are a handful that i know it's like yeah we can close yeah you know mm-hmm. versus no we're closing Mm-hmm. And, and you can hear it you can feel it you can oh, see it there's an aura yeah but if you gotta it. know them to know that so again whether it's greater nashville realtors or, or some other yeah. source all i'm all i'm suggesting here is invest in the right. community know your friends before you need them right i love that and so so you, you're, you're you're doing something with them before you yeah, build the confidence gone. in your peers before you need the confidence in your peers I mean, truly, to me, it, the tour guide of that other, trans, other side of that transaction means just as much mm-hmm. as the qualifications of that buyer as an old-time mm-hmm. listing agent, okay? I mean, I'm serious. And I don't think we can <clears throat> learn it on social media, you know? Oh, no. <laughs> You know, sunshine and, you know, rose petals and all the things, you know, you, by working with somebody so close, you're going to see the good, the bad, the ugly, right? And you can appreciate the good, the bad, the ugly, you know, on, on all of all the aspects, because you want someone with a little spitfire in them that will Mm -hmm. fight for both sides, not just against you, you know, to fight for the transaction as much Mm as, um, the opposite. So get involved. That's what, uh, what we're talking about today. Whether it's GNAR or, or, uh, any other association, we're here to advocate getting involved. You know, being the broker of a um, with a couple of offices, we are members of several com- uh, several around. But I've been uh, the longest since I came to Nashville 26 years ago with GNAR, and that's what I feel like is my mother home in that in that arena. But uh, John, you know, other than just going to GNAR, what what do you recommend somebody do that wants to get connected or or or, or take the next step and find out what needs are are uh, needed there? What openings are needed? One of the things that is encouraged at Parks, and one of the reasons I went to Parks was there is this internal um, motivation to do things outside of what we do. So whether it's Greater Nashville Realtors or WCAR or MTR or any of those things, um, one of the things uh, that we do at Parks is there is a there are two primary. Um, uh, charities that we do a lot of work with first and foremost is the make-a-wish foundation which is Mm. just a wonderful group of people Mm -hmm. and and what they do is so important and the second one is second harvest food bank Mm -hmm. so within each office when the so parks is now larger than it was we've merged with village and pilgerton one Mm -hmm. of the things that i think bob parks has done really well is that he makes each office a reflection of that manager so hmm. if you go to parks west it's kind of a reflection of that manager if you go to green hills you go to brentwood wherever it is so it it doesn't feel it's it it's not u.s bank it's not like interchangeable parts where it all feels the same mm-hmm. you kind of find your place right yeah. so what you're encouraged to do within each one of those things i'm coming to a point believe me <laughs> Um, what, what you're encouraged to do is find something that you're passionate about mm-hmm. and they'll go get three or four other people in your office and go do something about it. We're going to be doing a volunteer operation, for example, at Second Harvest Food Bank in December with about 10 of us from the Green Hills office. Is that a thing that all of Parks is doing? No, but other people at Parks are doing it. But the point is, the opportunity was given to us mm-hmm. so we could go organize these kind of subsets to 
to contribute to mm-hmm. things that like that. The Brentwood office works very closely with a number of the schools in Williamson County mm-hmm. that, believe it or not, really need food and supplies and one thing and another as we've had the interruption of education Mm -hmm. through the Mm -hmm. pandemic Mm -hmm. has really enlightened us about the things that kids need on an ongoing basis Mm -hmm. and so little subgroups are are doing that so i guess in addition to whatever greater nashville realtors does that's what i would encourage realtors to do Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter how big your office is Mm -hmm. right find two or three people there are a number of things around town Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that you could go into i'm going to speak for myself here i feel really good when i go down to second harvest food bank and spend a couple of hours putting food in boxes going out Mm -hmm. to people so Mm -hmm. I know I've done something that makes a difference. Mm-hmm. I know that I've brought other people along mm-hmm. who feel the same thing. And then I don't even have to share or to see the people with whom we shared that. I just know for myself, with all the blessings I have, mm-hmm. I took my time. Because at the end, a check is a check, but your time is the, the finite thing. Right. Only 24 hours in a day. Right. Right? Only seven days in a week. It's how you choose to spend your time. And the mental income that I get mm. from those things mm-hmm. is so amazing. I love well, you're, that. You're preaching to the choir here, brother. One of the resources of Second Harvest is Feed America First. And Carrie Ann and I both have danced, believe it or not. <laughs> it's cra- well, on my part, it was crazy. Mm. But um, anyway, we both dan- we believed in that we believe in that organization so much that mm-hmm. we got contri- we contributed to the point of learning how to dance. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's for, for their for their biggest <laughs> charity event, the Dancing with the. But Nash- I love what you're Nashville saying stars. too, where you don't <clears throat> even have to be within your own organization. You know, you right. can reach out to friends in different groups. Cross, you know, you know and, and 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 come together and and really do 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 so good for for the community because that's who we're serving, right? Not only for the real estate, but overall just yeah the, the brand community. the brand we're coming from is not is secondary it's it's about the heart mm-hmm. that's being extended to the mm-hmm. people and the thing is particularly as and this is cyclical right as real estate becomes more successful we attract more people who want to do it mm-hmm. right so there's not like a, a test at the beginning of what is the depth of your soul mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, if you're going to be successful in this, there has to be some kind of depth to your soul. You'll just find like out saying, shortly if oh, there's yeah. not. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, just like I was saying to these, these folks that, that called me this morning about yeah. needing a plumber, mm-hmm. they felt comfortable enough to call me right. and ask me something like that. So it, by all metrics, I'm done. Mm-hmm. We've closed. I've gotten paid. Sure. I'm right. done, right? right? But I've made a point in being sure they know if there's something else that comes up I can help you with, call me. If I don't know, I'm the first person to raise my hand and say, I don't mm-hmm. know. But yeah. I love, I know a guy. <laughs> I was going to say, but you know a guy, you and know they a guy. know a guy. That's the key to it. They know a guy, or they right. know a gal who's, who knows somebody. And that's yeah. the connection that you always want to make. John, this it's, been a, it's been you. a pleasure having you here, sir. Yes, I mean, absolutely. I, I, absolute pleasure. And so we do encourage everybody, consider contributing to your time and energy and expertise and your heart and your passion towards the um, GNAR or whatever association you're involved with. It's only as good as its people that surround it and raise raise it up to the, to the masses. Thank you, Absolutely. John. Absolutely. Thank you, John. You've been listening to The Talk of Music City Real Estate. <laughs>